0: Hello, Satellite Sisterhood. Thanks for downloading our podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or new to Satellite Sisters, we always welcome your input and your enthusiasm. In fact, our theme for 2014 is Share the Sisters. So if you're so inclined, help us spread the word about Satellite Sisters. How, you may ask? Well, go ahead and write a review on iTunes or give us the thumbs up on Stitcher if that's where you download the show. We'd love to have you share a link to our show on your Facebook stream, or how about just go to SatelliteSisters.com and pay us a visit every once in a while over there at our blog. Thank you so much for your support of Satellite Sisters, and don't forget, share the sisters.
1: Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters.
0: You are listening to Satellite Sisters to go. You are listening to the Satellite Sisters. So happy to be with you today. My name is Leanne Dolan. I'm here in Pasadena, California, and I'm talking to my big sister, Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Julie, happy Tuesday. I know. (laughs) Here we are again, Leanne. I'm happy to be with you. Well, we have a full show. I mean, we always seem to on Tuesdays. Julie's going to talk to us about her personal citrus festival. We Mm -hmm. have some exciting book news on my end. Uh, We have... Some unbelievable fitness tips for you to do during your Olympic viewing. Um, of course, we're going to talk about Downton Gabby and a few other things on the Tuesday Satellite Sisters. Um, but first, Jewel, could you could you stand to watch the whole Super Bowl? How did it go for you? No,
1: Leanne, I, I want you to raise your hand, Satellite Sister uh, Nationhood. At what point did you turn off the Super Bowl and start watching a Downton Gabby? <laughs> you know, because... I know. That game. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, my sister-in-law is a huge uh, Broncos fan. I, I just, I texted her, you know, I'm so sorry. It was just a pitiful, horrible game. Uh, but, but how about you? Did You I, You watch know what? The- about two thirds of the way through the
0: first half, when yeah. the kid said, when is dinner? I'm like, well, now I'll go get it now because... <laughs> There's no reason to watch the game right. and I would rather watch the halftime show. So let's get those tacos ready. Mm-hmm. But here's the lesson for me. As a as a sports parent and I know there are many sports parents out there in our listening audience. Here's the thing. Even the best football team on the planet, one of the finest quarterbacks ever, can yes. have a terrible, terrible day. Yes. You know? Yes. You forget that when you're watching your 8-year-old or your 12-year-old or your 16-year-old and they have a terrible game. The Broncos had a terrible, terrible game. Every single person on the Broncos team played. Right. <laughs>
1: Awfully.
0: Right? Yeah. From the very first snap. Now, what, Ooh, did Seattle great. have an excellent, excellent game? That is also true. You Mm -hmm. know, you just, you would think as a professional athlete, you could somehow modulate, you know, your performance, like that you wouldn't have a giant stinker performance in the biggest game of the year,
1: but they did. So
0: They got creamed. Yes. I and know. So,
1: but it's good to know. I mean, that's good. So it's to good. back off right. the kids, uh, definitely don't put them in the timeout corner. Is that what you're suggesting? Right. Me? Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> don't yell at them in the
0: car on the way home if they miss the free throw or don't catch this or, you know, miss the PK or whatever. Like there are some days when even the best athletes in the world have terrible days and you forget that until you watch a game like that. Then you're like, wow. yep, Even Peyton Manning can stink. <laughs>
1: Well, I am sure Peyton Manning is going to work that thought into his multi-million dollar speech that when he retires from football and he just travels around the world on the talking circuit, you know, and makes a million, two million, five million dollars a speech, he will have that message. You're absolutely right. This will be like the game I learned
0: the most from. So, I mean, they all handled it well, I thought, but, uh, just a lesson for sports parents. Even professional athletes have terrible, terrible days. So there you have it.
1: Okay, Leanne. Well, we—I want to fill you in. This is something we talked about. We sort of previewed over the weekend. But I have a lot of fun going on here in Dallas, and I want to tell you a little, a little bit about it. I have—I am having my own personal. Citrus fe- festival. That's what I write. A citrus festival, 10 day festival. That's, you know, I know you went on your cleanse. Yeah. Other people are doing binges. I am having a citrus festival. Now, why, why would you ask? Are you asking why would you do this, Julie? Well, I'll tell you why, Lynn, because it's February and it's kind of cold and damp and gross in most parts of the country. So you might want to engage in this as well. Number one, number two, it's locale, Liam. Mm-hmm. It's citrus, so that's good for you. Lots of vitamin C, and this is the cold and flu season, so you know that's good. And the other thing is there's just so much citrus <laughs> in, in the grocery store. Okay? Yes. Okay, so, so what, what am I doing during my citrus festival? Let me tell you, Liam. Um, you know, I, I think you could certainly cook with it. You can bake with it. You can do it. But what I find the most satisfying is to have fruit. Face-offs. Okay. For example, <laughs> let me tell you, yesterday <laughs> afternoon, I had a fruit face-off that was an heirloom orange. Have you tasted those yet? The I, I get them sometimes. Orange yeah, I get versus... them sometimes in
0: my my organic veggie box.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. An heirloom navel orange versus a pomelo. Okay. <laughs> now, that's quite a contest <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because, you know, the pomelo is super juicy, you mm-hmm. know, uh, but it has seeds, Leah. Yeah. But the heirloom orange not as not as juicy, but there's so much flavor with those. Uh, i gave it I gave the nod to the heirloom orange. see. Fun at three o'clock in the afternoon, Leanne, <laughs> right here. But, you know, it started because this time of year in Texas, we get these delicious Texas grapefruits. Oh, right. They're, yes. big, they're, they're juicy. They're, they're pink. They're, they're so tasty. And so that's what got me going. But then, you know, I got sucked into the heirloom oranges. Yeah. I know they're more expensive, but I think they taste great. Uh, I do not understand the caracara Cara oranges. And do you have those in your neighborhood? Yes, we those do. Are, those are from California. Those seem, they seem trendy lately. And I, 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 I have see. a lot of weird oranges
0: showing up in my organic veggie box that I thought were all blood oranges, but they're sort of this light, light uh, orange color inside the flesh and super sweet. I don't know how much I'm on board with them, but they're good in seltzer water
1: okay all right so you can you can do that blood oranges those are sensational, or as I like to say citrusational <laughs> That's it's part of the joke around here. Okay, now, but I am also trying to branch out. I mean, of course, you've got cuties and you've got mandarins mm-hmm. and tangerines, the Meyer lemons. Those are good. But I'm also trying some of the weirder stuff that's, you know, in the citrus family. Because that's part of the festival, I think, you know. And so one that is gaining global fame, Leanne, and that is the Yuzu. Have you had this? No. Okay, it's got this. It's got a um, light orange or yellowy, bumply skin. Okay, okay. That's a scientific term. Bumply. But, but what? And it's from Asia, of mm-hmm. course. Yuzu. That's a you know you could tip probably off. Tell, tip off from the name. <laughs> but what it is, Lian? It's kind of a think of a sour mandarin orange, lemon, grapefruit combination. Wow, that sounds good. I like the sour. So okay, like so, sour I, of citrus. So, so look for some Yuzu's coming. I mean, I'm sure you have them in your trendy Pasadena. So, that, so that's been a big hit um, uh, that I had over the weekend. And for today, I am going to try... Now, these sound... They, they sound preposterous, Leanne, but I'm going to have one. It's an Austrian finger lime. I don't know what it is. I, I don't think Austria is known for their sounds. <laughs> no. I feel like this might have been a typo at my grocery store that maybe it's Australian <laughs> right. finger lime and somebody just got a little confused with their geography. But uh, that is one I'm going to try this afternoon. So you see, you can have a lot of fun with citrus.
0: (laughs) You really are. You are brightening up, brightening up your winter there in Dallas with that citrus. I I don't mean to rub it in, but here I actually have a personal citrus festival going on because my tree's in the backyard. So we have like a zillion Meyer lemons and the limes are coming in beautifully. My neighbor has a navel orange tree. We Mm. already ate our satsumas this year. They all grow in my backyard. So I am... Okay, show off. No, I'm very pro-citrus. That's... I mean like it's surprising how many things you can put citrus in so I I, you can really you can use it we make you know a lot of salad dressings out of it I just slice the fruit in half and like roast it with the chicken or with the fish and then squeeze the roasted Meyer lemon on top of the fish it's delicious you might want to salt it a little bit on top so you get a little salty sweet it's excellent so you might want to add some roasted citrus to your festival menu
1: yeah, but I, again, it's the fruit face-off is really quite exciting. <laughs> lately, so just think about that. But I think that if, you know, citrus is not your thing, um, you could certainly have a potato festival. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's another one. Apples in the fall. I am definitely planning. I'm going to block out some time September, October for a full-on apple festival. Um, And you know, you don't have to again. You don't have to share it with anyone personal. That's what I think (laughs) I like about it. Of course, I'm just going to say this uh, because I'm sure you can do it with kale as well. There's so many different kinds. I know, but think about citrus. It's not too late to get it to get in. Uh, You know, that's you know for the. I think most of February we're still going to have good um, citrus.
0: All right, Jewel, I sent you yesterday um, something that just cracked me up, and I will share it on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page. But here's the deal. I got the book cover yesterday for the Hungarian version of, of Elizabeth, the first wife. Julie, your reaction, please.
1: Woo! <laughs> I mean, Lynn, that is like, Hot and Sexy and Dirty Love is the name of the book. That's what it looks like from the cover. I know. It just,
0: I mean, I opened up the picture. My agent said, sending this to you for your approval, which I didn't even know I got approval on. And I was like, "What the heck? Did
1: I write that book?" Like, I
0: just yeah, couldn't.
1: Hot, sexy, "Dirty <laughs> Love" by Leon Dolan. Yes, yes, Leon. You, I hope you put two thumbs up on that. Don't I do t-
0: Totally. Don't I, I, I said this is this cracks me up. And I just think it's hilarious. I wish I had written this book. So first of all, they had to change the name of the book uh, because apparently Elizabeth, the first life wife, doesn't translate very well uh, into Hungarian. So they have changed the title to William my love. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now you got a book, Liam. And then and then the cover is just a woman in a very skimpy t-shirt, like with a touch of bra strap showing and some cleavage. And she is wearing a skimpy t-shirt that features the face of William Shakespeare and my
1: name. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cannot have that book in your house with with your teenage sons. No way. Okay, and that if you're ordering the Hungarian version of Lian's book, you better get go for the brown paper wrapper because mm. this this it's hot, sexy love is what's going on in that book. So, so it's so, it's called
0: Sereltmen. William, Sir William. I don't know that my Hungarian is not good. No, it's not one bit. Oh, it just cracked me up. So I'm excited for this to come out. It's fun to see the international versions of books, but this is not what I expected. I gave it two thumbs up. Please sell away. Yes. let's hope.
1: <laughs> I think you're going to be a major bestseller in the post so in the post-Soviet uh, block countries land. I think, you know, Hungary, uh, Kazakhstan, I can't wait to see the cover, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, um you name it Dagestan, it's all going to be good land. So, uh it, this I might be, even become an Olympic sensation. Yeah, you, fifty shades
0: of Fifty Shades of William Shakespeare with that T-shirt on the cover. <laughs> so it's your it's your body, no doubt, right? <laughs> yes, yes sure it is. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're looking for a picture of that, I will put it at the Satellite Sisters Facebook page so you can all see that. I I don't exactly recall when it's coming out, a couple of months, but now that the cover has been approved, who knows? It could be even, could be even sooner. So that is exciting. All right. Speaking of exciting Friday, can you believe Friday is the opening ceremonies for the winter Olympics? It's getting, Uh, getting real
1: now. I read well. It is real because I read that Vladimir Putin has arrived in Sochi. So the event is on, Liam. He is there. Um, this is his Olympics, and uh, it's all it's all going to be
0: happening. So that's good. And this is, I believe, the most expensive Winter Games ever. So I'm curious to see how they pull it all off and how the venues come off and everything. I'm sure it will be great. Uh, Julia, do you have any predictions for the opening ceremony? Is there anything traditionally Russian that we should be on the lookout for, do you think?
1: Well, you know, they're, I mean, the Russians have a great, uh, great artistic sense. Yes, they that... do. No,
0: I'm looking for, I think the opening ceremony is
1: going to be dramatic. Uh, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of ballet like moves. Okay. There, you know, I mean, when you talk about Russia and ballet, I mean, that's, there's nothing better. So I think you're going to have great music, great dancing, I, um, and uh, lots of people in fur coats. That's okay. what I think you're going to be seeing. Okay. All right. Well, did I, you just, I know this is, we're off topic. No. Do you not you love Joe Namath's fur coat? Yeah, I... The, I mean, it was one of the highlights for me there in, in the fur coat. It was it was just
0: good for him. I mean, wow, talk about someone who's been up, who's been down, but he was Broadway Joe for one more night. So there yeah. there you go.
1: Okay. I, I know we I digress. Leah. No, no. Totally. But, uh, it's Tuesday, Julie. We can do whatever we want. Okay. There there's going there's going to be a lot of fur. Much more fur than I think the global audience is used to seeing uh you're going to see in russia okay so um that's that's what you're going to see all kinds of fur yeah
0: i hope they do something with bears too do you think that will <laughs> you know how much i like bears
1: yeah yeah I mean... they... Yes, I bet that, that could that guy okay. going to work those guys <laughs> into it as well. You'll also see troikas, you know what those are? Those are the horse uh can think Doctor Shvago. Oh, the yeah. The horse and sleighs. That's a that's an iconic Russian uh Russian thing. So I'm sure there'll be Troika racing in, in the stadium as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fantastic. So here's what I want you to do though, Julie, we, I got a press release yesterday. It may be one of the top press releases I've ever gotten. Of course it caught my eye. I have a lot of things that come into my email, lean at chaos Um, most, most of which I ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, but this one, the subject line was Olympics fitness tips. How to stay fit while rooting for Team USA. Now, I don't know if you experience this when you're watching the Olympics, but at first it's exhilarating, you know, to see all the fantastic athletes. And then about four or five days in, it starts to get really depressing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you realize you've been sitting on the couch for twelve hours a day, watching these unbelievable athletes who've trained like a hundred hours a week for the last ten years with these amazing bodies, and then especially the every four years it starts to dawn on me like. I could be their mother, you know, that's, <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I start to go into as like an Olympic fitness slide about halfway through the Olympics. So where it doesn't I...
1: <laughs> inspire you to
0: get out there and do more. You go in the opposite direction. I do go in the opposite direction. So, uh, so I was already like worried kind of thinking about this like at least i feel good this year i've been doing more stuff i feel fitter than i did maybe for the summer games a couple of years ago not like my fitness is really an olympics
1: issue julie i know but but you you cling to the idea that at any second they're gonna call you up and like Leon, we've had a last minute cancellation. Get up off the couch. <laughs> yeah. Get your skis. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Sochi. I know you
0: live with this fantasy, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So I saw this headline. I'm like, all right. What what kind of tips is uh are they suggesting? So these tips are from um Shayna Schneider. <laughs> That's a tough name to say. She's mm-hmm. Shayna Schneider. She's a fitness expert and founder of the website Fit Week. Okay, a fitness company dedicated to helping women turn any week into a fit week. So conceptually, I'm on board with Shayna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I saw, I saw the tips, and I I hope the satellite sisterhood embraces this because this is actually what I want to do during the games. Okay, first of all, first tip. Okay, you're watching figure skating. Why not figure skate yourself, Julie? Turn. Really? Yeah, according to Shayna, you can turn your living room into the rink. <laughs> All you need how is that possible, Liam? This is what you need, Julie. You need wax paper, rubber bands, and carpet. Okay. (laughs) Cover your shoes or slippers with paper, secure it around (laughs) Secure it around your ankle with the rubber band, and you're good to go. Okay. You're gonna be doing those double loops? This, and your the, quads this is at the point where i went back to read the beginning of the press release like are these fitness tips for grown-ups or 10 year olds okay how about this come on you know you love watching speed skating i so, do That's so that. here's how you speed skate at home according okay. to Shayna. stand with your feet hip, hip distance apart and mm-hmm. arms to the right one shoulder one at shoulder height the other across your body Pick up your left foot so you're standing on one leg. And then you hop to the other and swing your arms, okay? So okay. you're hopping, hopping back and forth like those speed skaters. But do you
1: have to put the wax paper on, you, on your no. shoes? For so- oh, that's good. No. So that sounds like it would be really dangerous to try at home, the hopping okay. with the wax paper. Okay. How about this? Julie, you know how mogul skiing looks really hard?
0: You know, oh. it does. It, you need, like, knees like Jello to be a mogul skier. Uh, yeah. And you need to be super fit. But not, Julie, if you're mogul skiing on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Okay. okay. And I'm in on this one. All right. Okay, so I'm sitting down. Okay,
0: okay. good. Squeeze. Sit with your back nice and straight. Bend you. your arms like you're holding a pair of ski poles. And squeeze your knees together. Squeeze okay. them together, okay. Julie. Okay. Then lift your knees up and down and move them to the left or the right. Okay. And you're supposed to do this while the actual mogul skiers are coming down the mountain. And that is actually pretty hard if you try it. (laughs) So you're supposed to keep it up for the length
1: yes. of time that the skier is coming down the mountain. Yeah. It usually takes them be... like a minute.
0: Usually okay. takes them like a minute to come. But if you're watching 10 skiers, you have put in a lot of mogul skiing on your couch.
1: <laughs> okay. You might need to get some permission from your doctors uh, to do that one, Leanne. Before... <laughs> but that that seems good, Leanne. That seems very good. Now this one,
0: I don't understand how you're supposed to watch the TV and do the luge at the same time. Because you're, you're laying on on your back with your arms at your side and your legs straight out and then you do a small stomach crunch and you hold it and then again you're squeezing everything together with your legs out and your chin pulled in okay it's the very beginning of a roll-up if you've done pilates and see if you can hold that whole position for a full run on the course
1: (laughs) okay is that a single or a double luge event
0: (laughs) Julie if you're gonna if you're gonna be doing this during the skeleton races you're supposed to do the same thing but on your on your stomach (laughs) so you'll never be able to see the skeleton races okay Okay. and then this one may be the best one of all and this I I challenge the sisterhood uh, to work on this as a group and send us a picture and post it on our Facebook page the bobsleigh okay Jewel This is a group activity. So I want you to get, you know, your businessman, husband, and all the kids and the grandkids. You're going to sit on the floor with one person in front of the other so that your arms hang over the person's leg. And then... And then when the buzzer goes off, lean side
1: to side and follow the curves on the screen. <laughs> you are, you are going to have so much fun with this one. I know that Sister Monica, um you sent these to her and she thought she could organize an office bobsleigh group. That this would be just fine to do with her pals um, at work. So... Uh,
0: Well, thank you to uh, Shana Schneider and all the folks at Fit Week that sent these along. He's made my day yesterday. I did actually go to the Fit Week website. She is full of ridiculous tips like this in a good way. There's a whole list of fitness tips for you to do while you're standing in line at TSA, for instance, Julie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or driving your car. So, here you go. You can make any week a fit week, even Olympics
1: week. I okay. I you know I you're going to be minute. trying some of these. Which which one are you going to try? Please don't try the figure skating. Whatever. I think the no, mo- okay.
0: the mogul skiing actually sounds like an effective uh mogul skiing on my couch. And yeah, then the, and great. then the speed skating, I can see doing that while I'm watching something.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay. I want a picture of you speed skating in your house, Liam. I mean, I think we, you you know what you're saying though, about just the impress, how impressive these athletes are and how depressing it is for the rest of us to watch those. Yes. They had a a fascinating story today in the wall street journal about Julie Mancuso. Now, you know, she is, uh, she's won gold medals. She's won five world champions in downhill skiing. She's, you know, she's one of our great hopes for the, on the American team. and they had um they had an outline of her fitness fitness program, and Leanne, I challenge you to do some of the things that Julie does in her fitness um, program, because I I just think it would be, I just want a picture of it. Number one, she does Pilates, okay, which I think is consistent with what that wacko at that website (laughs) was was saying, (laughs) that, you know, that's a really good for your inner core. But here's the difference between Julie Mancuso and you, Leanne. When she goes to the gym to do Pilates, she does it in her ski boots. She shows (gasps) up at the gym. In her ski boots because that helps um, that really helps her to um, to correct her body movements and even just small amounts. So think about it. I, I dare you, in fact, <sighs> Lincoln, to go to your gym during the Olympics in your ski boots. Okay, just get them out of the closet, strap them on, and head over to a Pilates class. Oh, I
0: don't even. I, I take my sneakers off when we start. <laughs> If I'm at a class oh, yeah. and we get down and we start doing ab work, I'm like, oh, sneakers off. Cause that's an extra three ounces. So, no, no, no. so she's in oh, ski wow. boots. Okay, okay.
1: Okay. Here's another thing that she does in her ski boots. You know, the Bozu ball. That's oh, that. Yeah. That's that it. It's a half of a ball and it's got like a, a, you know, some kind of wooden platform on the top. And, you know, you, you can stand on it and it helps with your balance. Yes. But, Not Julie Mancuso. You know, again, she's in the ski boots at the gym. And what she does is jump on the bozu bowl. So she lands on the flat part of it. And then she gets herself in her tuck position and she does her downhill course. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) When I read that, Lynn, I was like, you know, I am coming off this completely traumatic wrist injury where I broke my wrist. And I I just, I am having a hard time even walking. You know, I'm afraid that I'm going to fall. So the idea that I would clomp over to my gym in my ski boots and then jump on a Bozu ball uh, and try to uh, do the downhill moves, I don't know.
0: But I I, did one Bozu ball class once in my lifetime. And Julie, you and I both have terrible ankles, that yes. is uh, something we share. We both broke ankles and then poorly rehab them as <laughs> younger parts of our life. The Bozu ball to me is like a broken ankle waiting to happen. I was terrified the whole class. I've never been back on one. Yeah, so yeah. the idea that you would jump on it in ski boots, that's I, I can't. I don't even know how you would get your body that high off the ground in ski boots to get yeah, on the ball. True.
1: That's probably the <laughs> difference between you and Julie Mancuso. It probably but is. It probably I, is. I'm not sure. I'm not certain. But you know, it is fascinating. You know, it's it's she she trains you know year round and she does sprints up sand dunes and stuff like that. And of course, they included her diet of what she eats, and it's you know mainly lean protein and vegetables. She does drink a lot of coconut water, and of course, she eats a lot of kale. So that's it. <laughs> That's the difference between this Julie here and the Julie that's going to be in Sochi. She's uh, she's on that. But it's amazing their their talent, their ability, their agility uh, and uh, and how they train and make these just slight corrections, uh, all with giant ski boots on.
0: (laughs) All right. That was good. Well, she is going to hopefully have a have a great Olympics and it's going to be now, um, now that Lindsey Vaughn is out, actually, there'll be a lot of eyes on Julie Mancuso. I hope she does well. I hope she does well, like her. She's an impressive young woman. Uh, Julie, we had some funny uh, messages on the Facebook page because several weeks ago, you warned people off of her, okay? Right. <laughs> and you, and your argument for that was what?
1: I it was because it, it, it's a movie about a man that falls in love with his operating system on his phone okay so he falls in love with the little voice that tells him where to go what where to go on his Google Maps okay and I and I felt this was totally wrong this is the sends the wrong message to young men that this is a perfectly acceptable relationship to be in love with your phone that is not good enough you're supposed to be in love with other human being beings mainly Young, pretty women, or you know, whatever. So that, so I just thought for men that are like have any kind of relationship phobic stuff or or don't want to commit to women, the fact that here's a movie that romanticizes falling in love with your with with an operating system is dangerous.
0: All right. Well, Grace Smith posted on our Facebook page. She said, "No to Julie. Against your advice, I saw her. I promise (laughs) I will listen next time. All I can say is." Well, thought-provoking. It's very weird, and I can't unsee it. <laughs> now, now, Patricia, Patricia A. wants you to know that she loved her. She thought it was a very beautiful movie. Mm. And then I thought Danette's comment was very interesting. She said, "I liked the movie a lot." And when I was in NYC, New York, all I could think—it was all I could think about—as I saw a lot of people walking around, seemingly talking to themselves. They were talking to other people via cell phone and not their operating systems. But still, it was kind of creepy. And Grace agrees, creepy. Yes, very creepy. But that, that was interesting to me because you do see, particularly in urban areas, like everybody's on the phone all the time now. Right. And so it, 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 I bet it would be sort of a shocking, sort of thought-provoking thing to see the movie and then are they really talking to someone on the other end of that phone or is
1: it their operating system? Right. Again, I uh, to clarify, I did not see the movie. Right. I, I gave this review based on the movie preview that I, I thought <laughs> that it would look like the world's worst movie. So that's uh, that's my recommendation. But this week, Leon, I've actually seen a movie uh, that was so strange that I want I want I want to recommend. I'm putting it out there as a challenge to the satellite sisterhood to see this movie. And it and to make sure that I saw the the correct version. Let me <laughs> explain. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, we had a little date night with my with my husband. We went to see Jack Ryan: Shadow Recruit. Okay, now this is the kind of movie. It's based on the Tom Clancy character of Jack Ryan that's been played by Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, uh, Ben Affleck, have all played this character, right? And so now this is Jack Ryan, the early days, and it's played by a totally cute guy, Chris Pine. Yeah, I, I love know. him. I mean, Ooh, really, I love him. He's really handsome. Yeah. He's very handsome, so very easy on the eyes. Yes, and,
0: it's, it's and an very action. charming, very charming actor. Like, he's, yeah. a, he's in Star Trek, the Star Trek series, and, and has been in a lot of other um, good sort of action films. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So and that's what this is, an action film. It wasn't going to be the world's greatest movie, but it was a night of entertainment. Right. And the movie, I, I very, very thumbs up. I like Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. I thought he did well. Kevin Costner's in this movie, Leanne. And oh, he's, he is? KC, having a big he's, year. He's great in it. He's really good. And then uh, uh, Kenneth Bran- Branagh, you know, oh, yeah, sure. Ooh, excellent evil guy. OK, so he's in it, too. Kieran Knightley's in it. A split decision on her. Uh, my husband thought she was delightful. I am totally annoyed with her mouth uh, and her American accent. <laughs> but, but my husband thought she did great in the role as Jack Ryan's um, er, wife. But these are the early years, so you see the backstory, and an excellent, excellent cameo performance by Mikhail Barishnikov, oh. the ballet dancer. Yes, he's in <laughs> as an evil Russian minister. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so why would you want to see this movie? Because lots of good acting going on. Uh, you have that cute Chris Pine. S- super scenes of Moscow. You want to get in the mood for the Olympics. This is, has great scenes of that. It has some excellent evil Russian g- bad guys. You know, it's a spy plot, spy versus spl- spy thing. And it's all going along just fine until... Towards the end of the movie. And I don't want to give it away. But I I believe, my husband and I both believe. That we saw a defective version of it in (laughs) Dallas. There is something missing in this movie. There is like a scene like that's not there. And I can only, without giving anything away. In one scene everybody's underwater. And then the next second they're not. And there is no explanation for (laughs) what, uh, what happened. So we think that the Dallas version of Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit somehow got a faulty copy of the movie because it's it's not there there you are missing something you just you there is i mean it's not it's not logical it's not sequential it's they move to a completely different environment in one second and there's no explanation for it wow. so so, Have you reviewed
0: some of the reviews to see if anybody else calls out, no, like, we're wet? Okay. No,
1: we're not. No, <laughs> it's right, that's exactly it. So I just, if you, you know, if you're going on a date night or if you want to see a little action movie, check this out. And when you get to the water scene, just make note what happens next, okay? okay. And let me know, okay? Because...
0: I tried to talk my husband into going to see it this weekend, but okay. of course we ended up just staying home watching Sherlock, but um, maybe okay. maybe we will go see it, because again, I like Chris Pines, so, so even though the movie got
1: so-so eh, reviews, yeah, exactly. I, enjoy, I enjoy Chris Pine, so I wanted to go. So you would like it, there's, there's a lot to like in this movie, uh, you know, you don't love it, but it's a fine movie, other, other than this one little detail <laughs> that I just, I don't know. That's, that's that's my report, Liam. All
0: right. Well, if you saw the correct version of this movie, please feel free to note it at our website or Facebook page. We would love to we would love to hear from you. All right, Julie. It's hard to believe it, but it's already time for Downton Gabby. So okay. here's the deal. Uh, thanks for being with us. If you if you haven't seen this week's episode, um, we'll be back on the weekend, and uh, I'm sure we'll have reaction to the Olympics opening ceremonies this weekend. I'm going to try to do my random thoughts on the Olympics. Fix. it's oh, a lot cool. to keep up with uh, it's a lot of writing but I'm going to try to do it over the next couple of weeks while I'm bobsledding on my couch I, I <laughs> I think I I'm going to try that Just, me and my roommate Brooks uh, we can
1: <laughs> bobsled
0: <laughs> together during the day
1: it's going to be hard to make it for the whole run Liam. It is. I, think you, I think you should do, really do some stretching don't, don't attempt that bobsled you know <laughs> cold out of the gate I got maybe I'll just watch the Olympics in my ski boots.
0: <laughs> that can't be bad for no, you. I think that's about as close as I'm going to get to Julie Mancuso's training regime. All right, so up next we have Downton Gabby. We're to Here we go. Okay, Julie, uh season 4 is moving along.
1: Uh what did you think of this week's episode? Okay, right off the top, Leon, can we talk about the dog? Okay, the lab <laughs> finally gets a big cameo. But sadly, Leon, that dog could not handle it. Did you see him? He was like strangely alert in that in that living room scene. Uh, and and here's my question for you, Leon. What self-respecting lab would be sitting up, alert and looking <laughs> around in front of a big fire? I know. What would they be doing? They'd be sleeping. They'd be snoring. They'd be doing upside down dog. They would not. <laughs> that dog was terrible. Get the hook. Get him out. Yeah. Okay. Get those dogs from the Budweiser. Commercial. I know, I know, I know. Now, the kids, on the other hand, they were back this week, Lee, mm-hmm. and I thought they were more alert, and that was a good thing, okay? But here's the problem. They actually look terrified to be led into that nursery by that nanny with that weird hat Right to see their quote, unquote, parents, yeah. you know, for dinner, those kids were like, ah! they so did not want to go into that room with those people. You know, I think it was Grandmama That was terrifying them. I think it was Isabel. because She terrifies me. Okay. Okay. Um, I love Daisy and Alfred. Can I, I don't I, mean, I know. I- What do you think about them, Leanne? That
0: was the best. You know, there were some great downstairs scenes this week. And uh, again, I'm all for that. Just keep the downstairs people downstairs talking to each other. I have no problem with that. I thought finally Daisy got like a nice chunk of dialogue and a nice range of emotions (laughs) instead of just the sour face she's been wearing for two years. I thought it was very charming. I feel like there's hope for those two. I do too, Yeah, Yeah. I feel like there's hope for those two.
1: She was so sweet, giving him extra toast and tea. She still loves him, and I believe he'll come around. So uh, that's, you're right. That's very ho- hopeful. But let's talk about some of the characters that are clearly coming unhinged. Um, <laughs> okay, let's start with Bates. Okay. <laughs> I know. He's a brooder. He even said, I want to murder. Did you hear him yes. say that? Okay, so I, I don't know. I am surprised that Anna made it back from that dinner alive. I mean, I thought... <laughs> I thought he was going to do her in with the lamp. When he lit that lamp with the big f- flame, that was that was really terrifying for me. But here is my prediction for Bates. He is clearly going to go on a rampage. But the first person he's going to kill is that hotel maitre d'. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know he's going back for him, right? <laughs> That guy, oh. <laughs> oh, here, yeah.
0: That guy reminded me. Yeah, that was sort of sitcom-y. That guy had a touch of a touch of classic American sitcom to him. That Maitre D.
1: Yeah, so he's he is going down. Um, Lady Edith. Oh my gosh, I had to I had to watch it twice, Leon. I and I know I'm not alone. I saw on our Facebook page that many people had to back up and reread the the note from the doctor uh, because the first time. I didn't see the first-term pregnancy. <laughs> okay. or... Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't. That My eyes did not go there. I, I saw the word symptoms. That's all I saw. But I, I didn't. I didn't. So I had to go back and watch that again. Well, oh, there was
0: a lot of stuff coming by post this time. Did you notice yes, that? Yes, like the first yes. half an hour of the show, the mail was delivered like 85 times. Everybody got something via post. Yes. That was... <laughs> That was
1: nice service. It's yeah. like,
0: I guess, before email, this the post just kept arriving. Right.
1: Um, but poor lady Edith, Edith with the Aryan offspring, what is she going to do, Leanne? I know. What and and where is he? We, I I have a theory. Do you have okay. a theory? Yeah, what's your theory? Well, I think he actually
0: is a Nazi. I think he is a German sympathizer. So this whole I'm going to Germany to get a divorce thing is bogus. I think he's going and being indoctrinated.
1: I think he set her up. Yep. Yeah, I, I Leanne, that's excellent. Okay. I like that. I like you. that. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a good storyline. I, But I just, I feel terrible for Edith, you know? I mean, she just, and you know, she doesn't feel well now either. Right. So that is really bad. She's
0: yeah. in a pickle. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> in a pickle. I and I think she may be headed to the U.S.,
1: yeah yeah oh well that i do have that as okay. a question, but we'll get to that all right now the person who needs a little hinging that uh is that is that lady rose come okay. on <laughs> making out with the band leader i know mr jazz oh. is all
0: you think of somebody called him that on our facebook page again terrible american accent not no. even really kind of too jazzy
1: to be sexy for me but um Okay, okay, um, but I thought his singing was better this week. Uh, I I believe Mary, Lady Mary, is going to step in there, Lynn, Le, uh, and and you know she she's totally um uh, you know on 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 board and knows that she's got to do something. Don't you think? Yeah, I was surprised she didn't
0: step in right then and there in the kitchen when she yeah. knew something funny was going on. I was surprised she didn't say, "Rose, don't you need to go to bed now?" Yeah, so yeah, that was okay. I, very surprising.
1: Okay, now, uh, I, I just say, now, last week, I gave Baxter a pretty hard time, you know, she's the evil maid. But now I have decided that it, I would like an evil maid, wouldn't you really want that? I mean, how about that scene where Cora is there, and she has to go to that committee meeting, and then dinner, and she just turns to the evil maid and says, could you choose something that's elegant, <laughs> but simple? Wouldn't she like that? I mean, I don't know. I spend so much time, like, putting on and taking off, like, a black sweater. You know, I can never decide what to wear. I want an evil maid, okay? I don't care if she wants to tell secrets. Go ahead. (laughs) I
0: know. It did. It made me laugh because, basically, Cora hasn't done, like, anything in four years. So she has to go out for one dinner. Yeah. (laughs) And she's whining and moaning. Like, she gets to live in that big, giant house. I know it's her money, but... I'm sorry. Can you hear my dog barking like crazy? I, I think he's
1: auditioning for hey! the... Yes. Okay. Oh, he's, gosh. He's, he's... I, and
0: I won't even tell you. Well, I'll just say briefly, Mia had her ear surgery yesterday. Oh, and it... this is her on heavy sedatives.
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh! She yesterday,
0: barked. yesterday, when I took her in, she was so hyped up that the vet actually called me later and said, "Well, we gave her the normal amount of you know uh, stuff that we had to give her before the operation, and uh, she just she it barely phased her. So they basically had to shoot her up with an elephant trunk gun, and then-
1: Together, she have the big cone of shame around she her? She had the
0: cone of shame on. She came out of that hospital at six o'clock. I said, is she still groggy? And the veterinary assistant said, no, no, she's not groggy. She... She came out of there with her head wrapped from the ear surgery, the giant cone on. Oh she was dragging God. that vet assistant down the hallway, out the door. She plunged into my car. I have a little, you know, station wagon. She could yeah. barely fit in the back with that <laughs> that cone. Oh. And then the first thing she did was go to get a drink of water, but her face know, couldn't reach the,
1: the water.
0: I just took the cone off. But anyway, okay. okay. So that's my dog on heavy sedatives. All right, sorry, Julie. Speaking okay, that's dogs. okay.
1: Can we talk about the best line of the whole episode? Yes, is was uh, Isabel says, "How you hate to be wrong." You know, she says this to um, uh, <laughs> Lady Graham. <dog>. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and the response is, "I wouldn't know. I'm not familiar with the <laughs> sensation." <laughs> oh, I loved it! I loved it. Best line of the show. Okay. Okay, I have a um, a new prediction. Well, prediction diagnosis. Yes, I believe that Isabel is a kleptomaniac. Okay, that scene when she's searching for that letter opener. I know. All the, I believe that was in her little purse, uh, or I believe she hid that. Okay, I I think she's a kleptomaniac. That's what I think, Liam. She she
0: needs to get an actual job, so yes. she stops like bugging other people. <laughs> Because she's bugging everyone now. You know, people who are trying to be nice. But exactly right. Lady Grantham fired the guy because she thought he stole something. I, I know. None of your beeswax, Isabel. <laughs> Just. Oh, gosh. I know. And then do we even have to talk about Mosley being most, back? Mosley. I mean, honestly.
1: Let's not talk about him. <laughs> okay. Mike. <Bye. laughs> My final uh, prediction that I have, Leanne, yeah. is that Tom is certainly going to America. Yes. Right? I, I think that's true. He's going to take baby Sib, the dog. I think he should take that uh, overly <laughs> alert dog with him. Head to America. And he's going to work for Uncle Harold. OK, because, you now you've heard he's his name's coming up. And I believe that Tom is going to become an oil man. That's- I think
0: I think you're absolutely right, Julie. That's I think that's good. Now I have to give credit to Kim uh, from the Satellite Sisterhood who did a lot, little bit of research because when they dropped Uncle Harold's name and the name of the senator that he got swindled by, I thought. There's got to be a historical reason they're telling us the name of the senator. And she okay. nailed it. She remembered it was Senator Falls. She looked up the Teapot Dome scandal Ooh, is what they're yes. talking about. Okay. So they are grounding that in real life. And, oh, no, Tom's going to America. And he, he's going he's gonna to rule. That will be the irony is that he will be the rich one in the family. And he's going to have to end up bailing out the Nazi sister-in-law, the Nazi baby,
1: <laughs> well, do you think that is, that's, I, I wrote that in my notes that I bet he might have to take pregnant Edith. I think he, oh, you see, because what are they going to do with Edith? Okay. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I, I think that loser Nazi, mm. he is not coming back for Edith. No. He just wants her money. And she signed that document that obviously is going to, you know, that down Implicate her in some imp- way. Yes. So she is going to have to flee the country. And because of the shame of having a, a oh, baby. So do you think Tom will
0: have to marry Edith?
1: Yes. I think that's what's going to happen.
0: Yes. Because he, yes. Oh, Julie. Oh, that depresses me.
1: Okay. <laughs> Poor Tom. I know. I know. She's
0: just no (laughs) Sybil. I mean, as great as she looks now. I mean, poor Edith. Poor
1: Edith and poor poor Tom. Poor Edith. I know. (laughs) But uh, the clothes and the jewelry this week were outstanding. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. You know, I mean, the clothes are absolutely beautiful. It It was a very enjoyable episode.
0: Yes. I think particularly because there was a lot of downstairs stuff. There's a lot of about the downstairs people, the interaction from some of the characters that we don't get to see a lot, so I enjoyed that all right Here's what the satellite sisterhood said um, first of all, people were glad that Lady Cora got out of bed for once. <laughs> <laughs> they hey. Jamie thinks she should have maybe picked up the Bates's check at that restaurant. Uh, that would have been nice. Yeah. how yeah. about that? Mm-hmm. But Beckett is speculating that Corey is 100% on something, maybe laudanum or something. She's just permanently glazed <laughs> over and vaguely cheerful. I think, <laughs> I think that's very, very true. Uh-huh. Uh, Alyssa wants to know where that German disappeared to, uh, and she said she hopes she manages to do something less annoying with the Mosley storyline if he must stick around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy said she's getting very tired of Thomas and his plotting with the new maid. Haven't we already seen how awful he is? I, I agree. I, this, this is just a storyline that's going round and round and round. And then Diane said uh, she would like her mail on a tray with a lovely letter opener, please. Now, Diane is an accountant, so she said that might take the edge off the IRS correspondence.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, How many a- more episodes do we have left in this season? I don't know, I, don't Lynn, know. I, don't,
1: I have no idea. But, someone uh, will tell
0: us. I'm sure yes, someone knows. Someone will. Kim will look it up. Like the Teapot Dome scandal, she was yeah. first on that. Good. Good yeah. work, Tim. I appreciate Kim. I appreciate that. Well. It was an enjoyable episode. It's going to be hard to balance um, the Olympics and Downton Abbey, but I think we should be able to do it.
1: Do you think you can bobsled during the Downton Abbey, (laughs) Leanne? That's going to be the question. We should come up
0: with our own list of exercises for Downton Abbey. (laughs) All right, Leanne. The the silver polishing, maybe the letter delivery. Tea pouring. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's good for your upper arms. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm doing it now. I'm pouring tea.
1: You know, they have, it's that heavy kettle that they have downstairs that poor little Daisy has to carry around. Yeah, and wasn't that 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 was the the straw that broke the camel's back? That when Mosley started pouring tea for the help, yeah, that was the end. Yeah, I know. Well,
0: I wish it was the end for him.
1: <laughs> Don't we both, Liam? All right. We have a
0: lot happening this week. Uh, first of all, I'm very busy because I have the um, Top Chef finale. So oh, yeah. uh, so I you look can look, look for my notes on that at SatelliteSisters.com. I will be posting the Hungarian book cover. Uh, <laughs> love You, William, or With Ooh. Love, William, or William, My Love, whatever the name or of the book is. Hot, and- <laughs>
1: sexy, dirty love. That's what it says. <laughs> They don't want to tell you that, Leon, because they know you're no, you're never going to understand Hungarian. So they have totally renamed you. Both. Okay, it's just the picture of William Shakespeare
0: on the T-shirt. It's the best, mm-hmm. uh, Julie. What are you up to this week?
1: Well, Leon, I have to plan to look absolutely hideous. I went in for my uh, yearly uh, dermatological scan, and you know, occasionally they find these little. They're called AKs. They're sort of precancerous things. And usually, maybe maybe you've seen this or you've seen your friends where the dermatologist, you know, they freeze it off and you get oh, these wow. little bumps. Okay, well, they have something new now and it's this gel that you put on. So you put the gel on going to bed and you wake up in the morning, you wash your face. And for the first, apparently two to three days, you look fine. Then about day four, five and six, from the pictures, it looks like you're. I'm going to look really, really bad. You, you get like a big red, you could get, you don't have to, but you could get a big giant red rash or, you know, or, or worse than that on your face. So I'm trying to like time it, you know, like what days could I stay, you know, what days would work best to look, you know, frightening and hideous. So that's, that's what I'm working on, Liam. So it depends when I trigger it. See, I can... I can take, I can put the gel on any day sort of this week, but then I have to, I have to sort of count ahead days four, five, and six to to know what I'm going to be doing. So,
0: you know, I think my husband did that. Yeah. But but of course he didn't care. Like he just went to work, but you're right. His face looked terrible.
1: Oh, it did. Oh (laughs) yeah.
0: It looked bad for like, but then it looked great. I have to say then his skin looked really great. Okay. So, uh, it did, it, it, it worked, but for like a week, it was more than two or three days for a week. It looked pretty bad, but Yeah, men, I, I but think men I... don't care. They just go on with their lives. <laughs> oh, I
1: know. I know. But there you have it. So that's, well, so didn't that... you have a Chico's fail this week too? Oh, I did, Leigh. I had, I, I wanted to mention that I had a, you know how much we love Chico's, yeah. right? We love it. We love yeah. Chico's. It's our go-to store. The hel- people who work in the store are so nice. They're so understanding. I needed a pair of pants. So I went in and bought a pair of tan, tan jeans. And the first time I had them on super lean, I look super in them. They were uh, very slim fitting. They, you know, they were the right length. And then I washed these jeans and I don't know what happened to them. It's like some, somebody went into my washer and replaced my jeans and these jeans are twice as wide at the waist now. And they're like, seven inches shorter they come up to mid-calf now they were <laughs> they were below I don't I don't know how because I've always washed uh, Chico's clothes I don't know how but I had this like they I, I can't even describe it it's like four inches wider around the waist and seven inches shorter huh. now I can understand jeans getting shorter uh I didn't I washed them according to instructions I dried them according to instructions but I had a total Chico's fail You do need a
0: lady's maid. You need need a lady's maid.
1: Where is Baxter when I need her? I don't know. Get the sewing machine out, quick. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't. I can't even donate these because I cannot imagine a body type that would now fit into these pair of jeans. I've never had that kind of fail.
0: But you do see sometimes with uh, you know some clothing, one wash is all it takes to just completely ruin. The pay. Yes. yeah certainly i had
1: one good day in these pair of pants now what should i take them back to chica you know you
0: might as well at the very least they'll give you another pair and and then you could wear them for one more day
1: <laughs> okay lian so can you I get, get
0: two days out of two know. days
1: <laughs>
0: okay wow we have covered a lot of ground this tuesday show so, so uh for more hard hitting journalism news you you can go to uh another podcast <laughs> all right we are the Satellite Sisters. Hey, thanks to everybody who took uh, the PodTrack audience survey that I posted on the Facebook page. I know, I know, I know. Don't tell Liz. I posted a survey. Um, we just learned a few things at, our, at the awards last week. We're trying to sort of be able to sustain uh, Satellite Sisters as an entity. And for us to do that, we do need to find some advertisers or sponsors. So it's a requirement of some of these ad networks that you have your listeners take a survey. So I do do appreciate the people that click through the link. I will put at the Satellite Sisters page as well. It's supposed to be a specified survey for Satellite Sisters and Chaos Chronicles listeners. So thank you very much to everybody that has already taken it. We appreciate it. We know you get bombarded with a lot of survey stuff. But thanks. We would like to carry on with the show as long as we can. All right, Jewel. Well, uh, I hope carry you... Carry on. Hope you can find some, um, some days to look bad this week and then, (laughs) but don't worry. You don't have to leave your house to luge. Just remember. I
1: That's
0: good advice. (laughs) Luge at home. Luge at home. We are the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget. Call your satellite sister.